Chapter 1 Richmond, Virginia, March 1874 Are you going to poison her the way you killed your last wife? Leah Townsend froze in the hallway, her right foot suspended midair as her breathing stopped. She lowered her toes to the floor and then sidled closer to the closed study door. Still not daring to breathe, the thick Persian rug muffled her footsteps. As she leaned forward, the strong scent of oil wafted from the mahogany wood door. A throaty chuckle drifted out of the room. I haven't decided yet. When I get tired of the nagging, I'll find a way to dispense with her, assuming she's received her inheritance and her father's estates are legally mine. Leah's blood ran so cold it froze in her veins. Dispense with her? Her brain repeated the words once, twice, and then took off like the hoofs of a racehorse. Her blood began to move again, rushing through her so quickly it roared in her ears. She'd recognize that voice anywhere. It held the suave tone of a man very sure of himself, the tone of the man she'd had nightmares about every night for weeks, the tone of the man her father had legally contracted her to marry in six days, Simon Talbert. You think she'll still go through with it, now that her old man's dead? Leah strained to place the other voice. Her betrothed had left the dinner party to take care of a business matter, but she hadn't noticed with whom. She has no choice, Simon's voice again, unless she appeals to the courts to break the contract. But she won't do that. It was her father's dying wish, and after all, why wouldn't she want to marry a fine catch like me? A tingle ran down Leah's spine. Was he a murderer? Papa had been so excited about this marriage. Surely he wouldn't sign her life away to a man who would kill her. Oh, why had she ever agreed to this crazy arranged marriage? What had she heard about Simon's first wife? Only that the woman had been sickly and died at 23. A wave of fear started in Leah's stomach and welled up in her chest until it almost smothered her. What had Papa said about Simon? She could hear his deep, comforting voice even now. He has a fine reputation in the business community and will be able to care for you very comfortably. Money. This whole business of arranged marriages and betrothal contracts was about the money and status and what each person could gain, except for the bride. The bride was the only person who lost in this game. Maybe not every arranged marriage was unpleasant for the woman, but this situation looked to be very dangerous for her. She focused her attention again on the sounds drifting through the door. The men must have moved toward the windows because their voices had lowered to an indistinct murmur. Disappointed, Leah pulled away. She needed to get back to the drawing room anyway. Someone might question her absence, maybe even send a servant to help her. Leah started down the hallway, but the door jerked open before she could take more than a step. She whirled, then froze, staring into the face of her betrothed, a man 17 years her senior. Simon, she gasped. Did he realize she'd overheard? I was just returning from the powder room. If you're finished with your business, perhaps you can escort me back to the drawing room. Leah extended an elegant hand, brows raised in the coy expression she'd learned from too many society parties. She didn't dare draw a breath. Simon studied her, 
His tall form debonair in a dark tail coat and manicured black hair. At a glance, it was easy to see why the ladies flocked after him, and even more so when they learned of his extensive wealth. But something about his posture now raised goosebumps on Leah's arms. My dear. His voice was too rich, too smooth. Leah inched backward, but Simon stepped toward her. Did you, uh, stand here waiting for me long? As he neared, a whiff of spirits permeated the air, and Red framed his dark eyes. No, no, I was just passing by. Breathe. She had to appear nonchalant. Simon's eyes narrowed. Could he see through her facade? My partner and I were just reminiscing, but many of our business dealings are highly confidential. Another man moved into the open doorway behind Simon. This man was shorter and leaner, but carried himself the same way Simon did, 